Welcome to Born to Watch. We're three old mates, an ex-video shop owner, an industry insider, and a black belt in 80s kung fu movies put their mastery to the test on movies that change the world. Hey there, fellow watchers. We hope you enjoyed your Christmas and New Year break. And if you're back to work, we've got the perfect remedy for you and the easy way to kill some time whilst you're avoiding your workmates or your passive-aggressive bosses. I'm Whitey, one of the co-hosts, and with me, as always, is my loyal number two, the G-Man. How are you, mate? Great. Loving this beautiful weather we're having on the sunny Gold Coast. About it's, time. Uh, it's really hit its straps, finally. Into, into early January. We've been missing this for a couple of months, but yeah, it's been been great. A couple of weeks off and lazing by the pool and doing all that stuff. Yep. We're, we're straight back into it though. Into oh, the, we're right into it now. Into the darkness of the panic room we go and we are without Dan this week. He's uh, He's got a bit on up there on the land, but we're thinking of him and his family. Uh, special guest, the, the super sub, Damo. How are you, mate? Good. How are you? Excellent. It's good to be back. A um, couple of big things have happened. Do tell. Um, so I've been, I've been cruising. I've been to Vanuatu. I sent you a picture. I um, stumbled across the Yoda Club, the, I did see the Vanuatu branch of the Yoda Club, the whole bunch of kids in a tree. So I thought I'd go and join them because I'm trying to obviously establish the Victoria Point branch. And I got up there and um, I showed them a picture of you as the six-year-old founder of Whitey, that is, of the six-year-old founder of the Yoda Club. Yep. And they first looked at it and thought it was like the little fat kid from Hey Dad. And they said, no, it's not him. Chunk. It? And then and then when it dawned on them, they looked at it just the same way the Ewoks looked at C-3PO. <laughs> they were just like, oh, oh my gosh. Mystified. Yeah. And the other big thing that happened was you did the Christmas series of um, Born to Watch did the Christmas series. So Absolutely. I was in one of them. I think, yeah. I was, yeah, you I, did, I, did, I was in one. You yeah. did Love Actually. Yeah, yeah. Did, well, yeah. I, I, so I was in one and I managed to pick up Man of the Series. So Dave Warner and I have been out <laughs> celebrating. <laughs> and, you know, so, yeah, we've been out, you know, having a bender. It's been great. Both of us really thoroughly deserved our awards. Well, he'd, he'd be a great bloke to be getting out for a beer with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coogee well, Bay? Coogee Bay Hotel? Coogee, yes. Yeah, him and I there. Coogee. That's it. Yeah. Coogee. So, anyway, that's, that's, that's what's been happening with me. Excellent. Well, mate, it's, it's a pleasure having you again. Uh, we look forward to see what you bring to the to the show. It's always something great. Look, The Goonies was released in 1985 and comes with some serious pedigree behind it. Directed by Richard Donner, produced by Steven Spielberg and written by Christopher Columbus. Look, in hindsight, this movie was always destined for greatness. But did it reach its heights? In the next 90 or so minutes, we'll discover that. So, gents, when did we first see The Goonies? Well, uh, what's the date today? <laughs> it's the 10th of the 1st, 2022. Okay, I saw it on the 9th of the 1st, 2022. Wow. So I, I knew all about this movie, but I had never actually taken the plunge. So, you know, I knew about it a lot through um, watching Countdown back in the yeah, 80s because yeah. that song, Good Enough, yep. Goonies Are Good Enough by Cindy Lauper, was played uh, multiple, multiple times over multiple weeks. So I, I kind of knew story yeah and who was in it and and i could always remember short round that kid from um yep. uh, indiana jones temple of dune but yeah but no yes so yesterday was my uh first time i watched it right what about nice. you yeah look i saw this early on when it came out i don't think i ever saw the whole movie though i've seen large or chunks of it 
um, chunks. Yeah, hey. well done. Guys. Oh, there you go. You yeah, like that? You see what I did there? I see what you did there. Um, Completely unintentionally, but yeah. I see what you did there. But uh, and then and then I re- had a rewatch of this, so it was very, very interesting to think back on to what I remember and to what I what we see today for this movie, and I'm sure we'll discuss that as as we get into it. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I'm a bit like Damo. I I came a bit late to this movie. Not not all the way. Not yesterday, but. I didn't see this movie, I reckon, until the mid-90s. I reckon this was a bit like E.T. with me, where I, I, I sort of discovered it later on in life. Again, the, the good enough uh, film clip with Cindy Lauper was what I knew of, so I, I felt like I'd seen the movie. And the actual, the, the original film clip for Good Enough was 12 minutes. Yes. And so it was a massive, yeah. it was the, a massive thing. The wrestlers, this, yeah, the same is, set. Yeah. This is at the height of when, when music... Video clips this were, is MTV. were, yeah, like Michael Jackson's doing yeah, nineteen minutes yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, this is when everybody's going crazy for them. Absolutely. Well, in that film clip, the Bengals played pirates. They did, yes. You know, there was it was massive. There were so the many wrestlers. Uh, big Lou Albano, Albano, Captain Lou Albano, Captain Lou Albano with the oh, yeah. what were you saying with the Ra- Rowdy? Oh, with the with the rubber bands rubber stuck bands. to his yeah. face. Yeah, he, he was a dud wrestler though. Yeah, yeah I, I never got it. I loved Rowdy Roddy. He was probably one of my favourites. Yeah. Um, the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov, oh. like a couple of the best baddies going around. Tag team champions. And that, yeah. And it's quite funny because if, if you remember that at the start of the movie when they're sitting in the, the lounge room, it's actually playing, Good Enough's playing on the, the, it on is, the TV. It is, yes, yes. But the, the song actually wasn't done for six months after the movie had wrapped. So they weren't oh, actually watching oh, Good oh, Enough really? on the TV. Yes. Yeah. We come with the heat. Well, yeah. Coming, <laughs> getting early, getting in early. Yeah, listen to this. This is it, early. Now let's listen to the trailer. Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies, a Richard Donner film. Time chunk. Hey, Mike, there's a map. Whoa, you guys realize what we could do? I don't want to go on any more of your crazy Goonies Stephanie, Data, and Chunk. They call themselves the Goonies. They've stumbled onto a legend, but they're not alone. Chunk, I hope that was your stomach. No. That's the it. Like Discover what they uncover. Rubies and emeralds and diamonds. The lost map. The secret caves. The treacherous traps. Hello, Sheriff. I'm at the Lighthouse Lounge. And I want to report a murder. Just like that last prank about all those little creatures that multiply when you throw water on them. Take the oath. They're here. They're here. Everybody's coming. 
join the adventure. As Steven Spielberg presents The Goonies. A Richard Donner film. Well, another great 80s trailer. Two and a half minutes again, Gow. You quite like it at about that length, don't you? Yeah, two and a half minutes. Yeah. Right on the money. Yeah, every time. That's Gow, the two and a half minute man. So, look, let's talk about overs and unders. Now, <laughs> Damo. Oh, hang on. I'm going to get the abacus beat out. Uh, I'm going for one. One. Okay, yep. excellent. I had set this at 25. It's a, you know, it's, it's nearly 40 years old, this movie. Uh, Is that 25 for the three of us? It might be. It's going to have to be. Yeah. Well, how, many, well, how many times do you reckon you've seen this, Gow? Twice. Really? What? Well, I just said Pathetic. to you, I saw yeah. it once. I saw it oh, once. Wow. Chunks of earlier. Did you and watch then, it with the kids it. this time? I did, and funnily enough, they were not into it. Yeah, it's funny. Isn't it? so we'll get into that. Yeah, either was Chrissy. They, were, they weren't into it. They, they watched, I got them to watch it. Um, high hopes. So maybe, maybe what you remember or what was made you feel good then, it sort of changes over time. But yeah, they, sure. um, they weren't into it. Oh, interesting. See, I watched this with Isabel. She, she quite enjoyed it. But she likes she'd watch paint dry to be perfectly honest. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've, I I I'm under twenty five. I, I reckon I'd be around fifteen to twenty. So as a conglomerate, we are under twenty five. So well done. So Gao, why don't you tell us about the movie? All right, with the tagline, take the oath, join the adventure. Actually, just a question: Was there actually an oath in the movie? No, there's not. But we can get to that and listen to this because they cut that out of the movie. Yeah, they did cut that yeah. out. I, I thought so. I didn't yeah. hear it anywhere. There. Anyway, take the oath, join the adventure. From the imagination of Steven Spielberg, the Goonies plunges a band of small heroes into a swashbuckling surprise around every corner quest beyond their wildest dreams. Following a mysterious treasure map into a spectacular underground realm of twisting passages, outrageous booby traps, and a long-lost pirate ship full of golden doubloons, the kids race to stay one step ahead of a family of bumbling bad guys and a mild-mannered monster with a face only a mother could love. A family adventure classic from start to finish, the Goonies is a cinematic treasure trove of breathtaking action, dazzling effects, and shiver your timbers thrills. <laughs> there you go. Could be a little more descriptive, couldn't it? Well, I've got to say, though, it's not a face a mother could love because she does not love Sloth. That's a fair She's point. She's the world's worst mother. Yeah. Yeah. She's awful. Sloth may even be better looking than her, too. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, you're not wrong. She is not attractive. <laughs> She's a. Uh, Throw Mama from the train. Yes, yeah, I, I really liked her though. Yeah. She, she was probably one of my favourites. Oh, you like the villains. She oh, was you, great. You're all over the Fratelli brothers. I know already. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're all over. Yeah. Them. yeah. Well, we got a new little <laughs> we got a new little segment here called critical thinking. We're going to talk about the the ratings which we've done in the past. This it, may be lost on us. It might be. <laughs> it, well, it's lost on me. It, it took a long time to come up with the title. I'll give you the tip. So look, IMDb have got the Goonies rated at seven point seven out of ten. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes have this 76% on the tomato meter and 91% on the audience score. This is a fan mm. favourite, this film. There's no doubt. I think, And I think, Gal, you make a really good point. I think this is a real fan favourite for people of our generation that saw it at the time. Yep. yep. I'm not sure it's as easy a watch today if you are watching it fresh. And I'll be interested to see what Damo says about it, mm. being as a first watch and being an adult. Well, I, I found that because I watched it a lot when I was a kid and, and have a have an appreciation or, you know, an affection yep. for it over that time. I think, oh, it's the Goonies, it's great. And re-watching it, it didn't didn't hold my attention that well. And I know it obviously, as I've already said, it didn't for the kids. 
So yeah, it's one of those movies I think that was probably great at the time, but with with what people have today, it hasn't sort of stood the test of time like Ghostbusters or something like that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, so we've got a couple reviews here. We've got one good, one bad, and this is where the critical thinking comes into it. Now, Roger Ebert, we should all know Roger Ebert from the Chicago Sun Times. This is his review in two thousand and four. Oh, Roger Ebert, uh, Roger from from uh, Siskel and Ebert fame. Yep, never heard him. Yeah, Siskel and Ebert, yeah. <laughs> the Goonies is a, is a smooth mixture of the usual ingredients from Steven Spielberg action movies. Made special because of the high-energy performances of the kids who have the adventures. He gave it three out of four. Now, the bad one, Dave Kerr from the Chicago Reader in 2007. It's a charmless exercise. Director Richard Donner turns the kids into shrieking ferrets and his jumpy cutting seems to lag behind the action deliberately in a curious attempt to make the film seem more chaotic and cluttered. That sounds a little harsh. Yeah, I think it's somewhere in the middle of those. I would, but I agree with that second one in the sense that at the start, I think, yeah, most of those characters jump around a lot. There's a lot that goes on in those first few scenes in the house, and it's sort of trying to, I was trying to understand who they are and what they're doing. So it's a, I think it, it may be, is a little bit chaotic like that. I can understand yeah. his point. I wouldn't go as far as what he said, but there's not a lot to like about those kids at the start. No, but the ki- but that's the thing. I think they actually played kids. They swore. They yeah. did some dicky things. Yeah. But that that's what little ten year old shits do. Yeah. And that, that to me, they were actually not like they were actually real kids. Yeah. That, they made their mate do the truffle shuffle before he could come yeah. in the house. That's right. It was. It's it's a real group of friends because yeah. there's and they were the misfits. So there's no doubt they were the they were the also rans. Picked on a bit at school, and they were the they were the nerds, but they were real. They they seem to be real characters. Like Mouth, oh. he's just Morgs. He's dead set Morgs, sucking up to the mums, asking you need a cup of tea, brushing his hair. Oh, oh, mate, he had Morgs's hair in the nineties too. Had that oh, full boof. It was that a beautiful boof. It was Joe Hashemud from the Cop Shop. Oh yeah, it was. It was good. Doesn't speak as good Spanish as Morgs, but you know he's a, <laughs> he's very good. No, but he, yeah, mouth was yeah. I, he probably annoyed me most out of them. Yeah, yeah, little, yeah. just like ah, oh, you little turd. Sometimes. Can, and yeah. can you run me through the intricate gate opening system? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was like, God, come on, just jump over the gate, mate. But then it's chunk. You get stuck on the gate. <laughs> but is that some sort of trope? Like it's like a ma- mouse trap. Well, thing because that, I think I push out to well, something I think else. Because oh, data, because yep. data is next door. So he's obviously had something to do with it. Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, they had a lot of they obviously had a lot of time there in Astoria. Yeah. It just sort of set the tone that it was like little gadgets and this thing rolls down to click that thing to hit that thing to move that to open the gate. Yeah. It was just sort of Yeah. Sort of a little setup for a, you know, their little inventiveness and um and then gadgets. Then there was brand. And Damo, you you probably would have run the shorts over trackies <laughs> Mate. back in Belrose, I, like I'm with your pr- gang. Yeah. Look, I I've got this in my good. And I you know I knew you I, would. And for someone who appreciates Leroy from fame like yeah, I right. do that was his standard gear and to see someone do it in the whole movie I was like yeah it was this was this was unbelievable high fashion I, I loved it but he did take the red headband off he, yeah he did yeah actually at first I thought he looked like Josh Hartnett um he did a little yeah. and when he was on the bench I thought no, he's too young and then I was like oh that's bloody Josh Brolin, Josh Brolin. that's Thanos, that's yeah. Thanos yeah. yeah one of the bigger and better things yeah purple purple plums <laughs> That was Will Ferrell, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, that is Will Ferrell. Is Will Ferrell. Thanos has got purple plums. <laughs> <laughs> right, gal, why don't you take us through the cast? All right. We'll start with Sean Astin. Now he's born Sean Patrick Duke. 
real name. Yeah, Paddy yep. Jukes' mum. Yeah, Paddy Jukes' mum. He starred with his mum in uh, first first show was eighty one in a show called Please Don't Hit Me, Mum. Right. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully it wasn't art imitating life. <laughs> it was no, a documentary. No, might have been one of those. Yeah. Yeah. This is a special episode. Um, Trigger anyway, warning. Yeah. Anyway, The Goonies. It was his first a first real movie role. He was in The War of the Roses. Um, played young Josh in eighty nine. Memphis Bell. And then into Toy Soldiers. Great um, movie. And then ninety three. Rudy. Cracking great movie. movie. Great Don't know movie. It. Haven't you? No. Oh, yeah. Really good movie. Where he's a he's a high school uh, football player. And he's well, and he's, he's intellectually uh, challenged. Yes, right, yeah. And he's small, and they put him on the team, and it's and it's how how well he copes with that. It's a really, really good. It's a, it's a very Gal movie. Yeah, Gal likes stuff. hard movies, and likes underdog movies. That's Gal in a nutshell. Fair enough. Hard, fair. He likes a hard underdog. I heard yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Courage under fire, ninety six, uh, and then obviously went big in the Lord of the Rings franchises as Samwise Gamgee. In the early noughts. Um, 50 First Dates, another good role. Mate, Doug, he's Doug awesome. Whitmore, he the brother. awesome in 50 First Dates. Have you seen that, Damo? Yes, I have. Where's the best singlet in that? Yeah, the, the fishnet. I, I cannot remember that. Fishnet singlet. Remember he's on oh, the that's steroids. awesome he's, then. He's, he's on the, the steroids. He's the bodybuilder on the steroids, oh, yeah. That's funny. Drew Barrymore's brother. But uh, did a lot of jobbing after that until um, Stranger Things. Mm. He's yeah, in Stranger Bob Things. Yeah. Plays Bob. Bob Newby, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so anyway, well, um, uh, one thing I do, I, I was looking up to Sean Aston. His he got adopted by John Aston yeah, at the yes. age of three. So John Aston, who's Gomez, Gomez Adams, Adams, yeah. But because I, I watched um, European Vacation just before I went away, and John Aston was the uh, pig in the poke, poke, pig in the um, poke, yeah, the pig <laughs> in the poke host Kent, yeah. and he was full on. That was I was laughing my head off because he's passionate. Ellen Griswold, oh, and then when they oh. win, and then he grabs Audrey, and he's he, he full on looking in, he's yeah. grabbing her ass. Yeah. <laughs> he's the host, yeah. mate. He was so funny in that. Yeah. That was probably the best bit of European vacation. Oh no, no, there's a couple of best bits. He's going to yeah. walk oh, her ass. Oh yeah, that yeah, bit. No, I st- the John Aston stuff. And Gow's favorite part me. of European vacation is when they're on the Eiffel Tower and he's wearing the yeah. beret. Wasty, wasty, wasty. And Look, he's got a pair of shorts he wears all the time with rusty down the leg. And every time he wears them, I'm rusty. Yeah. They're my golf shorts. They cop a rusty every time. Also, like, look, kids, Big Ben. Yeah. Oh, God. It's a bloody funny movie. Yeah. But yes, all right, let's keep moving. Josh Brolin. Keep Brolin, Brolin. Again, again, this was his first movie as Brand, the older brother. Um, did a couple of TV shows in the, in the mid 80s. Anyone want to hazard a guess? In mid eighties, or like mid-80s. a fall guy or something, something like that. TJ Hooker, close. He was uh, Hill Street Blues. Uh, no, he was in Highway to Heaven. Did an episode oh, of Highway to Heaven. Oh, we talked about Heaven. that before with Michael yeah, Landon, Michael yeah, Landon. Michael the Landon. equalizer of the Angels. Absolutely, yeah, he did. And uh, and did an episode of Twenty One Jump oh, Street, Duncan Penhall. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Peter uh, Delawise played Taylor Relater. Dustin oh, Newell. What, what a name. That's right. Um, look, was in Mimic in 97 with Mira Sorvino. That's a good movie. Yeah. The it's Mod a Squad. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, like a sci fi horror movie. Yeah, no. it's a, the yeah. Uh, thing. It's mimicking humans. It's yeah. a, like a big yeah. cockroach in the sewers. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. The Mod Squad, Hollow Man in 2000, and then No Country for Old Men in 2007, oh, which is oh, he was just pretty good in that. unreal. Well, oh, I just awesome. watched that the other day. 
God, it's good. Well, I've only watched it once and I'm never going to watch it again. It's yeah. too disturbing, that Chigurh. Yeah, um, Anton Chigurh, yeah. yeah he's, it, it, he, I just he's one of the best bad guys of all time. Oh, he's best so movie. good. That's why, I, that's why I really do not want to watch it ever again. I was like, no way. It was yeah. just He was just an evil bastard. That, that scene where he's got the, the old guy in his in his little shop, yeah. you, just like, you just know evil's coming, right? He, and he, the way he plays that part and yeah. the old bloke is just completely like... Yeah, befuddled. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. he is an yeah he's yeah, an he is da- as good as Darth Vader in terms of like he's very yeah. good like yeah, a real yeah, that, that was that's that's a cracking role for him. Yeah. But um, Josh Brolin was so cool in that because he was pretty switched on. Was he an ex army guy? Ex army, ex because yeah. he he could hold his own pretty good. He was yeah, yeah he wasn't he, bad. Yeah, and then he yeah he worked out a few things, but he was up against this evil guy. But yeah, well he's like Mate, Terminator. That um, he was yeah yeah that that chase scene you know when they when they come out of the the, out of the hotel hotel yeah. oh that's unreal. Just he the shoots, way they're Hops in the car, shoots the guy. Yeah. Shoots the guy that's through the window. Full. And then he then he gets him behind the car and he's gone. And then when he has to go and fix up his leg, you know, blows up the car out the front. Oh, oh God. It's a good movie. And Great. even Woody Harrelson, I think when he described Shakur, he said, oh, he's just, he's just got a bad bad sense of humour or yeah. something. Or people don't understand him very well. <laughs> yeah. The guy's uh, the cold-blooded Woody killer. Woody very good in that movie. Yeah. Well. He's not in it for very long, but he's no. excellent. But, yeah, look, we're going to have to cover that. Look, we've just gone through five for minutes sure. of it. We've yeah. got to get that on here. Great yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. Um, Damn, anyway, I'd yes. have to watch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, American Gangster in 2007 as well. Yep. Uh, he's in Milk. Uh, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in that in 2008. Uh, and then True Grit, the remake of True Grit. Another great movie. Yeah. Um, Men in Black 3 played Young K. Terrible movie. Terrible. But he actually, look, I thought his uh, portrayal of him yeah, was pretty good. good. Yeah. Like he, he sort of comes... He does look. Like, he does stuff. come across like Tommy Lee Jones. He does. No he does. Yeah. yeah. You could. You could sort of see him as a, as a young Tommy Lee Jones. Um, he was in Gangster Squad as well with Ryan Gosling and Nick Nolte, mm. and then obviously Thanos in in the Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers movies, um, Sicario. Oh, mate, cracking movie. I watched that the other day as well. That's that's a great guy. That's a great yeah. movie. Emily Blunt's amazing in that. So yeah. is Benicio del Toro. He'll flip you. He'll flip you for real. <laughs> for real. For real. So, yeah, and, and his latest one was in June. One of your favourites, Whitey. I think we, we started watching that at your place one. Not, I, haven't, I never got through it. Did we? What's, what's it called? June. Oh, June. Oh, June. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah it's a great movie. Not your June. No, I, well, that's <laughs> I was having a June moment. But, <laughs> but no, June is excellent. Very, very good. You seen? Have you seen? I have. Film? I have. I saw it at the movies, but yeah. I, I can't remember who. Um, oh, was he like the Timothy Chalamet's dad? He's the dad? bodyguard. Oh, the bodyguard. Oh, the, no, he's, he's, um, he's the soldier. He's the general. Yeah, okay. He's the Patrick Stewart of the first one. Yes. Yeah, he is actually. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Stewart. Or was he the... Um, he was Gurney. Yeah, Ger- yeah, Gurney. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, yeah, he was yeah. the martial arts, the yeah. master of arms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Not not Jason Momoa, no, who's like the, that, the warrior. He, yeah, that's he's right. The, yeah. He's the general guy. Yes. Yeah. Yep. yep. Gurney. Yep. He also played George W. Bush in W. Yes. He's good in that. Yep. That's not a great movie, but he's excellent in it. Yeah, but uh, look, Josh Brolin was engaged to Mini Driver 2001. Really, and right. then Diane Lane in two thousand and three. He married oh, Diane Lane. Diane Lane is a good sort. Yep. yep, yep. That's peak Diane Lane as well. Peak. Well, yeah, no. Well, she, like she was amazing in the Outsiders in the eighties, but like, yeah, she's amazing. In she was in that um, Italian one that that movie. I don't Unfaithful. know. Oh. oh no, the one they oh, stayed under Tuscan, the Tuscan uh, sun. Tuscan sun. Yeah, under yeah, the Tuscan sun. No. Great sort. But yeah, look, Josh Brolin auditioned for the role of Wild Bill Wharton in the Green Mile, which is Sam Rockwell's part. Yep. That. And Can't imagine anyone other than Sam Rockwell no, playing Sam that. Sam Rockwell is pretty incredible. Good. Sam in Rockwell's yeah. good in everything. Everything. Yeah. But uh, also was looked at to play Batman in Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice before Ben, Aff- ben Affleck was cast. He's so short. I think Josh Brolin. They they film him in a way. 
Well, he looks really tall, but he's actually quite he's short. He's quite short. He? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he definitely. I thought he was a bigger guy. Yeah. Yeah, they, they film him that way. He's definitely no Thanos. No. But he, he was also considered for Starship Troopers as Johnny Rico. Oh, Casper Van Dien. I can Kasper see Van that. Yeah, yeah. I can see, an can see him in that. Yeah. We're covering Starship Troopers shortly oh, as well. Yeah. One of the great movies. <laughs> yeah, it is an awesome movie. Anyway, moving on. Corey Feldman. Now, we've touched on Corey Feldman. Yeah, we've, he's been in a couple. He's well, been in a couple. Yeah. Bad News Bears in the early 80s. Gremlins, obviously, 84. Then The Goonies, Stand By Me. All the 80s classics. The two Corys. The Lost Boys, yeah. yeah. Well, he actually, look, he actually, they both auditioned for this role and he beat Corey Haim. This is where they the met. And this they is where they met. The oh, okay. And then they made Became like best friend. Did we just become movies. best friends? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so much room for activities. Yeah, but um, look, he was he was cast in E.T. the Extraterrestrial as well, but after a few rewrites, he was reduced to not much of a role. So Wow. So he was in E.T.? No, well, like, he turned it down then and went oh. and did Gremlins and, and the Goonies. Um, Good move for him. Yes. Yep. But yeah, anyway, the Lost Boys, License to Drive, and then, yeah, not, not much after that. There's been a lot of memes going around of him lately where he's doing his... Oh, I might post something on our socials about it, but he's recorded an album. It's similar to, like, Eddie Murphy's album. Oh, record, and he's dancing. He does some live performances wow. where he's legitimately miming, and his dancing is horrendous. Nice. <laughs> Have to check it out. Horrendous. Just quietly, I saw the other week. Um, Bruce Willis's. You know, he had his music career, and he I released that movie in '87. F- yeah, I hadn't yeah. seen it for a while. Th- that is some of the best dancing in a film clip you ever see in the pool room. You got to yeah. look it up. Which yeah. one? Um, what's the song? Um, Who's dancing in it? Bruce Willis. He's Bruce singing Willis and dancing. Oh, yeah, no, that just came through. That, yeah, he just sent that I saw that a little while ago, and I was like, when we were, when we did Die Hard, I researched it, I was like, that is some of the greatest dancing mm. you've ever seen. Yeah, oh, he's, he's killing it. <laughs> Absolutely he's killing it. He's got his hair there, Look too. it up. Look it up, people. Yeah. Um, anyway, look, let's go on. Jeff Cohen, Chunk. Yeah. Um, look, he did the Goonies and then did a few small TV roles, but nothing really after that. Yeah, I read about Jeff Cohen, though. He, um, he wasn't comfortable with the way he's portrayed in all the movies because he was the was little the fat, fat kid, kid. Yeah. right and he and he honestly just was like i'm over this so he stopped acting he he's shredded now yeah exactly he's become extremely health conscious he actually wrote a letter to um richard donner um to get recommendations to go to college and in this he wrote this thing and, and richard donner read about you know his early life and his struggles with weight and also with things like the truffle shuffle so richard donner and his wife paid for his college tuition and he became a really successful lawyer yeah. well, he's an entertainment lawyer yeah well he was i'm not sure if he still is but yeah still, yeah um, yeah yeah look uh, chunk in this movie not a fan of that character really it's, a, it's an odd it's an odd character it's, a, it's an odd character and and he's whiny and they don't you know he doesn't get much of a he's much iconic of a go at he's it. iconic though the truffle shuffle's iconic well it, yeah it, it is it is for the fun parts of that yeah. but but as a like i remember i was re-watching that going I'm not really sure. Like he's just carrying on. He's and, a pain you know, in the ass. Pain in the ass. Basically, and, and you know they locked him in that fridge for a reason. <laughs> well, <laughs> they like, knew he you, wasn't there. You stay there. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how can they leave him in the fridge and not realize he's he's the biggest pain in the ass in the group? And they run off and he's in the fridge with the dead body. Well, yeah. but but then when they do escape down that fire pit and they didn't don't know how to get and they go go out that window and get the police. Why don't they all run out the bloody window? But not only that. He's like fucking Spider-Man to get out the window. <laughs> he was just... Yeah, yeah. Couldn't yeah. get down there, but could get out the window. But he, he was... Yeah, he, pro- he was an annoying kid. 
Yeah. The, the the scene where where you know they're, they're trying to ask him for all the information, he starts crying and listing every bad thing he's done. I thought that was quite funny, but yeah, yeah. but it's still in the in the whiny sort of character it, it, it remi- arc that he has. It reminded me of um, when George Costanza was trying to get the unit um, had to tell the bad story. Oh, about the Andrew Doria. Yeah, yeah, so that he could get yep. the unit, and that's and he listed every bad thing that had happened in his life. <laughs> that that's what that reminded me yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll move on. He hasn't obviously he's an entertainment lawyer. He didn't do anything really after the Goonies. So, um, who's next? Kihei Kwan. We know a short round. Short obviously, round. That's, that's that's what he's done. That was his first role as in '84. Then the Goonies as Data, '85, and then he was actually in Head of the Class. Remember that TV show? Mm-hmm. Is that with like uh, Dustin Diamond? Is that that one? No, no, that, no that's um that's Saved by the Bell. <laughs> All right, but Head of the Class was was a. Was a '90s show, or he was in there in the '90s. He was a played a character called Jasper Kwong, but um, he hasn't done much since. But he's in the, he's in the new TV series, uh, the new Loki, coming out with Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson. Okay, I'm I not sure how big a role he has. Loki was a great series, yeah. really good series. I, I got through halfway through the first episode and yeah. canned it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it's worth what. But yeah, so look, he's been look. He's done a lot of training after that. He, he sort of got out of the acting side, but he he did a lot of taekwondo and, and martial arts um, on on Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, and then he trained under another master. So he's worked as a stunt coordinator with Jet Li on, on the one. So, look, I've had a bit to do with him because you know, well, back in the 90s, early did 80s, he, Did he 90s, train with the same sensei? No, but I I was I knew him. I seen him around a few kumites, yeah. international kumites and things. Yeah, so like... Ever um, gone head-to-head? No, we, we never, never, actually, never actually fought with him. But yeah, You're not in the same weight class, good, really. Uh, good, good bloke, though. Funny bloke, you know. Bit of a ladies, bit of a ladies man back then. What's his nickname around the traps? The rounder. Right. <laughs> The short rounder. Short rounder. <laughs> Holy crap, that's amazing, Gal. Uh, yeah. yeah. The rounder. <laughs> that was really quick, Gal. Yeah, well, round, he's had a big roundhouse kick. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I, short I, legs, big roundhouse. But you know how to defend against a roundhouse. Oh, mate, I, well, this is the That's pro- your we, bread and butter. We had a bit of a run in about that because I was actually telling a few guys how to defend that. And yeah. you know, he, he didn't like that. That was his move. And anyway. Yeah. Well, once, yeah. you, once you nullify his main move. Came up, mate. The yeah. uh, the international commentators can be a bitchy sport. I will tell you, I can just, imagine. We'll just leave it at that. Imagine, yeah. yeah. Behind the scenes, <laughs> well, they've got a whole couple of podcasts coming about that. But anyway, yeah. On the set, when he when he used to phone his mum during during the movie, he referred to George Lucas and Steven Spielberg as bearded man one and bearded man two. <laughs> That's how he distinguished between the two of them. That's oh, like uh, Johnson and Johnson in um, Die Hard. Yeah. Yes. Same name. <laughs> Big Johnson. I was in yeah. junior oh, yeah, high. Yeah, big, big Johnson. Well, that's him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. We're going to get to him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the scene where he said, holy S-H-I-T. You know, he promised his yeah. mum he wouldn't swear in the movie. I don't even remember that line. That's at the that end when yeah. the rocks are falling from the... Holy oh, yeah, S-H-I-T. Yeah, because I think the word shit said 19 times in this movie. But uh, he promised he wouldn't say it. I worked with a guy and he actually literally said sugar, honey, ice and tea. Yes. I've heard that as and well. I was like, yeah. are you kidding me? Like, yeah, How old was he? Like... Probably at that stage, about 35. I think he got bashed. <laughs> it's like, we're going, what did you say? What is <laughs> wow. I'm not, I'm not, all, I'm not for oh. bullying any way. That would tip me over the edge. Yeah. Well, it was the same with um, uh, Hugh Grant in uh, Notting Hill when he said, oops daisy yeah. when he fell off when well, he's trying to jump the fence. Yeah. And she laughs at him. She's like, did you just say oopsie daisy <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Anyway, all right, moving on. Joey Pants. Yeah. Oh, what was yeah. his mate? Cypher. Yeah, yeah Cypher. Look, you know, he's, he's been in a lot. Joe Pantoliano, yeah. He's Pantoliano. been in so many movies. Um, oh, he's he, a jobber. He was in He was in 1980s in a movie called The Idolmaker. 
But his first real role was with Tom Cruise in Risky Business. He played the pimp. Rito. He's the pimp, yeah. yeah. He's uh, Rebecca De Mornay's pimp. Yeah. But then he did a ton of TV. Hill Street Blue, you guys already through it. Trapper John, MD. Heart to Heart, Simon and Simon. Oh, wow. Trapper like, John, MD. Yeah, mate, that, that, that's some top 80s yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's there. done like the, the big five. Yeah, he did. <laughs> mate, he's done so the big five. The Mount Rushmore of 80s. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, look, the Goonies and uh, Labamba. He was the manager, Bob oh. Keane, in '87. He was in Empire of the Sun. Great movie. Um, and Bad Boys, obviously, '95 is the captain. Just yells captain the Howard. whole yeah. movie. Terrible basketballer. Yeah, just yells the whole movie. Yeah, he does. Oh, is he? Is he kind of like a um, Lieutenant Todd? He is yeah. Lieutenant Todd, but ten times worse than Lieutenant yeah. Todd. Okay. Yeah. But the, yeah, look, another good role as Cosmo Renfro in U.S. Marshals. Yeah, he's, he's really good. good really good in role the fugitive in fugitive as well. He's and the, the sorry, in the fugitive as well, yes. Yeah. Uh, but then, as Damo said, Cipher in the Matrix, he's Dickhead. in, in Memento. I know this steak's fake or whatever, yeah. but I'm it's delicious. Yeah. He was a bastard. He gets it in the end. Yeah. But um, yeah, pro- probably what everyone would know him for is his role in The Sopranos um, as Ralph Cifaretto, who he won a Best Supporting Actor for that. He's very um, good in he it. Got one an Emmy for that, yeah. And then obviously, lately, Bad Boys for Life. Idiot though, like he's a bit of an idiot in The Sopranos. Yeah, but you know, they all are in the end. Yeah, but to look, he was offered the role of Leo in the Lethal Weapon movies. Oh, Leo oh. gets. Yeah. Whatever Leo, you know whatever what? Leo wants. He, he, he could, like, physically, he looks... He could, I could see him taking that. it off. I, I could see him that. taking it off. I don't, I don't know if he'd be as good, because that's sort no. of iconic now, but... Uh, Joe Pesci's just too good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Incredible. Um, yeah, but he had to turn it down because he was doing a movie called Blue Heat. Um, blue Heat? Yeah. Well, you know, that's Sounds the like hottest part choice. of... Soft porn. But is that the hottest part of the flame? The blue? The blue part? It is. Let's get some temperatures. Some stats. Where, where you got? No stats on blue heat. When, when we do blue heat, you'll get some stats on that. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, Robert Davy. Speaking of, he first movies in City Heat eighty four with Clint Eastwood and Burt Reynolds. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do oh, remember that's that. An old one. An I haven't seen movie. that for a long, long I time. I don't think I've seen it. Seen that? Remember, know what the case looks like? The front of the case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that gangster, yeah, gangster, old gangster, sort thing. of in the sepia. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, look, he's in the, obviously the Goonies, Raw Deal in '86. Action Jackson, Action Jackson hot, gets a big hotter, run on hotter. our show. One of the great movies. The um, Vanity. Delaplane. Peter Delaplane was the baddie, wasn't he? he had Ooh. hot, hot her, hottest or whatever. That's fast, a, faster, faster. That's um, a Sunny Payne staple. A shame we couldn't get him on the podcast. Yes. Shame. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so look, uh, Die Hard. We spoke about. He played Big Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> big Johnson. Yeah. Special agent, agent Johnson. Special agent Johnson and, and Johnson. Uh, and yep. he was in Predator 2, as well as Showgirls. Actually, can I just bring up Predator 2? You guys mentioned it. I love Predator 2. I think it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. It's awesome. And and then Showgirls, well, bloody Elizabeth Berkeley. I think I saw that at the movies. It was I'm just sure a Norks fest. I'm sure you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was because she was from Saved by the Bell, wasn't she? Was. She, she that was. was. Her, that was her breakout So role. she's gone from this teenage high school show. Into this tit city high yep. in she Las Vegas, trying to make a name for herself didn't yeah. work. Did not work. Yeah, not a bit, not a good career move. I think that kind of killed her for a while. For a oh, long while, I don't while know. She, she became my favourite actress after yeah. that. Pretty good. Yeah, I preferred Demi Moore. Oh no, Showgirls. She's in striptease. Showgirls is terrible. But lots more boobs than striptease. Lots, lots striptease is nothing. Showgirls has got Gina Gershon in it. Oh, that's well. right. Oh, yeah. yeah, is there a lesbian scene in yeah, there? Too? Is a yeah, yeah, there is. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. One hundred percent. There is. Well, it's ticking all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. <laughs> Did you say ticking, ticking. Yeah, ticking, tick. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look, Robert Davy, he sings in this movie, but he was actually trained as an opera singer. Yeah. But well, he, he busses out there a bit, doesn't he? He does, he does. Oh, yeah, he sings all through. He's actually got a good voice. Yeah, no, he's a, well, he's a trained opera singer, but he actually had a, a throat injury along the line, so um, that stopped him. He damaged his voice, so gave it away, and that's why he concentrated on the movies. He got shot? Did he get shot in the throat? <laughs> he might have. He's his face, shot, he's got a lot, a, lot shotgun, shotgun. a lot of shotguns. He's no Edward James Olmos, but no, he's probably no, no second yeah, in line for crater faces no in Hollywood. No doubt. Kanicki. Oh, yeah, 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 a bit, yeah. yeah. But Jeff I, Conaway. Oh, he's got them all. Was there a list of... No, Jeff Conaway is Kanicki. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there a list of shotgun faces? <laughs> yeah. Cow's got it. Top ten, top, ten, top ten shotgun faces. But he has got a good face for a... Baddie or a yep. serious, yeah, he's, a he's, serious person. He was a baddie in uh, Living Daylights, I think it was. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was. He was in Living Bond. Daylights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Timothy Dalton. With Timothy Dalton, yeah. He was Frank San- Franz Sanchez. Mm. Dirty. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. He's dirty. Old Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Old Dirty. But uh, look, and, and then the only other one is Anne Ramsey, who we touched on before. Um, she was in Throw Mama from the Train, The Goonies, as Mama Fratelli, and Any Which Way You Can in 1980. Right turn, Clyde, um, yeah. And in Scrooge in 1998 with Bill Murray. Yeah. 1988, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah so look, that's it for the cast. Um, Love it. Look, we've been through... We, talking to the director, we've, we've talked about Richard Donner we did before. did Donner two weeks ago. Yeah, we can, yeah, well, we can but probably... There's one thing you, have, I, you haven't mentioned about Richard Donner, which is probably his piece de resistance, is that he is actually two degrees of Quigley down under. <laughs> is he? He produced Free Willy. Right. right. Which was directed by Simon Winsor. Right. Who directed Quigley Down Under. Look at you guys. So why isn't that on your stats list? Well, if it was one degree, it'd get there, mate. Two degrees. Yeah. I'd expect you to have at least Longbow. up to three or four. There'd be, there'd be a lot of there'd be quite a few two degrees to Quigley Down Under. We can make we can bring that in. We well it is already I've thought it was established that it was the number one thing on Born to Watch podcast. Quickly down under. Yeah, one degree. It's, the one least degree. Wa- it's probably the least watched movie on the Born to Watch podcast. Yeah. Look, I still haven't actually seen it. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we do need to do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Okay, Gout, so what about uh, box office? And, All and right, here, here we go. Here's the gross. Domestic box office, 62 million. International, 849,000. So a total of 63.1 million on a budget of 19 million. So still made a fair bit of money. It yeah. was actually number t- eleven for, that for year. the year. So the eleventh, eleventh movie in eighty-five. But we've been through eighty-five before. The Color Purple had eleven nominations. How many wins did it have? Zero. Zero. Oh, really? Yeah. It's one of the only two movies to to ever do that. Steven but, Spielberg. Yep. Yeah, but Out of Africa had eleven nominations and seven wins. So it right. had Best Picture, Best Director for Sidney Pollack, and then it had a whole heap of other. You know, minor, I would say minor on. ones, but not not acting awards. But let's uh, be honest, though. Eighty five begins and ends with the sly double shot, Rocky for Rambo two. Yeah, that's true. Back it's to the Future is eighty five. Yeah, okay. Cocoon. What they going? Wilford Brimley. That's yep. one degree. Of so Wilford Brimley. You say that Rambo was a number two movie, made three hundred million. Back to the Future is number one at three eighty five. Rambo, three hundred. Rocky four three hundred as well. There's only a few thousand dollars between those two. But yeah, Out of Africa, View to Kill, The Color Purple. A good year, a good year of cinema, not, yeah. the, Witness, not the greatest year of no, cinema. Not, no, no, it was, wasn't 86 or 87. Cinema. Or 88 it was working or 89 up. or 90, <laughs> 91. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. We've been there before, so. Yep. Well, we've done all, we've done all of 85 before. You yeah. want to touch on anything else in 85, yeah? No. Well, just like last I'm, week, you did t- mention a lot of 
um, you know, all the songs, Morgs went on the songs. Yeah, he did. He but I, I just wanted to, um, like the songs, good, like um, Jeffrey J. Bumfiler. I, I wasn't, I didn't, I can't believe he used his real name. I know, it's incredible. But um, he's singing. He's singing. When he's he sung, the voice of a generation. Well, it, it was, but it also, in um, in about 85, they used to get Bevan from um, Young Talent <laughs> Time. YTT, yeah. He was the John Farnham specialist. Yeah. And I'm going to say um, Jeffrey J. Bumfiler has taken some Bevan notes. But because he, um, yeah, he specialises in the John Farnham. Yeah. He was really good. But um, but speaking of his name, though, look, it reminds me, I went to a school with a guy called uh, Jonathan Tampon. <laughs> and as you can imagine, he got bagged out a yeah. lot at school. Yeah. So he ended up changing his name. And he came back to school the next year as Stephen Tampon. <laughs> funny yeah funny true guy. story yeah no it's funny well it's fun. we talk about funny names we went to school with Gown, and i remember that it took me a long time to realize that we had a, we went to school with a guy his name was richard hairs right <laughs> his nickname was pubes right <laughs> and it took me until after we left school to realise the pu- the connection because I didn't know and I no one really knew him as Richard Harris Richard Harris <laughs> so it was just pubes hey pubes hey pubes and then and then it was like when I was nineteen it was like Holy light bulb crap. moment like Richard and like laughed for an hour <laughs> and thought that I've missed five years of laughing my head off at that yeah that's funny because I was like you could have called me pubes I got him in year three yeah that's right, right? yeah what, what's the what's the uh, what's the go with the nicknames how do you earn them. And yeah, then how do you think he would have got that name? Yeah, you someone's checked out his nutsack at lunchtime. Well, they might have had the after PE showers. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And know. we also played footy against the guy whose name was Richard Heads. Well, he, he uh, yeah. I for Gordon. Yeah, he was my mate. He I was your mate. Him. Yeah, yeah, Headsy. Yeah, tampon. I oh, know. That's bad. Yeah. What's the parents thinking? I don't know. What are they thinking? I don't know. Anyway, clearly not. Question but, time. But once again, once you know these people, you don't actually think of them their names as as that. But oh, like, just a like with pubes, he's a dickhead. Yeah, he's a dickhead. <laughs> uh, okay, question time. A couple of interesting things going on in this movie. But is it really possible that old one-eyed Willie Ship could have stayed hidden for this long? Well, let's just. I mentioned this again with Avatar the other day about penis slang names. Like one-eyed Willie, like I laughed. I'd forgotten about. Why don't they just Willie. once again just call him Big Fat Wang? Yeah. yeah. Like why? It's just the most blatant blue name. vein custard chucker. Yeah. It's oh, a blue vein custard <laughs> chucker. Uh. Like, what's the point of calling someone one-eyed Willie? Like seriously, when you're talking about coming up with names, um, but I believe there are caves that are big enough, and if they, that can hide a ship. Okay. Okay, mate. I, I can tell you there is. That ship stayed intact in inside that cave, however it got in there for that long. But I can tell there's a reason it was obviously well built because when when the whole mountain cracked down and, and it left an opening to get out there, the surf out there was about eight foot. It was so pumping, mate, and that, was that boat surf. just charged out there. So it was it was obviously well designed. Yeah, it was the Ben Lexan design. Yeah. yeah, the wind kill. But, but yeah. also, like, it was miles away. Yeah, those kids got there real quick. Oh, when they, right. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, look, okay. Data or short round? What is it? Who is it? Which one? Who's the best? Yeah. Short round. Rounders, mate, when you see him in action, you are, uh, you <laughs> well, know. You've, you've taken him on, mate. You've gone, yeah. You're uh, like Kramer. 
Chrome in the do- he dominated that dojo. <laughs> Will. And then Elaine turns up and sees him fighting against the kids. Hey, but they're same belt. Same oh, belt. Oh no, God. mate, that's unfair. It wasn't really like that. It was more like Dwight Schrute and, and Michael in the office <laughs> when they go down to the dojo. Uh, okay. Yep. Yeah, look, I, I thought Data, he was pretty cool with his Batman utility belt. Yeah. I don't think, um, the, uh, I don't think he's, um, like his teeth and his, his boxing glove were robust enough to actually perform as they did in the show because yeah. those teeth, mate, they could hang on and the little yeah. bit of the slinky yeah. held him from landing on the punji sticks. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Morgz's song last week. Not punji. Punji, no, definitely punji sticks. So, but yeah, I think Short Round is far more memorable. Because yeah. I just, it, I think the name Short Round is brilliant. Better. Yeah, it's right. a because it just like nothing. No one else has ever been Dr. called Jones. Short Round. Doctor Jones. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the kiss in the cave. How dumb is Andy? How does she not know, even when she grabs him, that that's not the guy that's five inches taller than him? It was a little lucky. Yeah, yes. lucky. She. Yeah. There's a lot of those things in the movie yeah. that you sort of go, oh, it sort of it sort of jumps the shark. Quite a few scenes like that. Yeah. So. You yeah. kind of, I just kind of let it go because I noticed that and she's like, oh, he must have been standing in a hole. And I was like, it's just... I, I kind of actually didn't really notice it and then I just actually did the flick back. Just like, what? Oh, right. Oh, right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's a bit silly. Okay, yeah. last one. So what happens at the end of the movie? The ship, which is full mm. of gold, loot, yep. is sailing out yep. and they see it and then it's just all they just stand around talking. Oh, the TV camera films it? Isn't it like, get that boat... <laughs> Now, yeah. oh no! I found the marble bag. Yeah. Get the boat. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to worry anymore. We yeah. got the marble bag full of a tiny yeah. amount of. Yeah, we've got jewels. seven gems. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was the ending was very odd. Is it a what, mad rush for the boat? How did the police get to that beach so quickly? How do they which know is, where to be? Which is remote. And how did yeah. all the parents get there in in yeah. the minivan so quickly? Yeah, because yeah, they basically co- walked up the hill and the they were there, there, and then the parents were there. It was like yeah. it was all the parents, all the parents. Yeah. yeah. Did something happen? Yeah, I'm just trying to think. They, they well, didn't no, get well, the it. kids were missing. They didn't get it. Yeah. But yeah. how long were they missing for? It was only in the day. It was they all night. I think all night was because all the, night? they went when they went to they the police station. It was night time, wasn't it? Oh no! When they went underneath the um, underneath the golf the wishing club. well, the, the wishing, wishing well. well. Yeah, yeah it, it was night time then. Yeah, yeah, up the top yeah. was night. Yeah. So the they whole night out. Yes. And hang on, and I'm gonna throw one last question in there. We get to the quick fire bit after the good, the bad, the ugly bit. Troy, who's the biggest douche in the movie? Yeah. His neck breaks when he smashes up into the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, that's toilet, a broken neck. The toilet scene, that's yeah. a broken neck in the toilet scene. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, there's no action going on in that toilet with that's guns a, and ammo. That's one enema, that one. Far yeah. out. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. Did you know, so I don't know if you got this listeners, but you know there was a whole scene where they were banging on those pipes and the pipes break and they were supposed to like flood everything and then gorillas came out and jumped in a car and there was a whole... Different scene that got cut out of the movie, which would have made it even more. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, there's an, alter- stuff on that there's that an alternative version of the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yes, there is, yeah. Okay, time to move into the categories. And we've got the good, the bad, and the ugly. So we talk about the stuff that we like about the movie, the stuff that we think is pretty ugly. And some stuff that's bad. And we're going to start with you, Damo. What do you got, mate? Well, obviously, we, we brought up Leroy from Fame Fashion. Mm. Yep. To go through the whole movie. I was I had a tear in my eye just looking at those tracky yep. dacks and the uh, shorts over the top, so I love that. What about how they tied him up with his stretchy 
Oh, with, yeah. with, they just tied him up. Around it. That's, that's data. That's data. Yeah. But you don't want to do one of those um, those um, spring-loaded chest pullers oh, with no. your shirt off. No. You get, you get if you got a, Or hairs? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a bit of chest hair, yeah. yeah. Well, you could lose a nipple. You could. Yeah, old school, um, yeah, exercise equipment. Yeah. Dangerous. Yeah. Uh, I like just kids on bikes adventures. It's just, it's, a, it's a genre to itself. Yeah, I've got that. Yep, okay. So that was, BMX sorry, bikes. that was my good, it was like, it had a real ET or Stranger Things yeah. feel to it. And yeah. I was like, kids on bikes running around their little town, you know, yeah. that was my good. So yeah, yeah I definitely, I'm right with just, you on that. That takes me back. Yeah, we, that's we what I mean. I did everything on a bike. Yes. Until I had a massive crash and never rode again. Right. But everything was on a bike and preferably a BMX if your parents could yep. buy you one. Yeah. Yep. yep. Now and and also the the nicknames everyone was called by a nickname even the yes. girls yeah right yeah. so nicknames it's cool love love nicknames but the thing that I probably loved the most as I'm the shower and soap expert of born to watch yeah. the guy that rocked into the shower with some shower confidence like he was wearing <laughs> he's got his soap on a rope around yeah. his neck around right? his neck yeah. yeah and and he's got confidence like he's wearing. The, the necklace, the ruby and diamond necklace that Julia Roberts wore in Pretty Woman. His confidence going into that shower with that soap and a rope around his neck. Well, you know why he's got that confidence, don't you? Because he's got the soap and a rope. Yeah. Well, it, it reminded me of you in the podcast showers afterwards, well, you mate, know, when you strut in. It's not the only thing. Look, the, the soap on the rope isn't the only thing hanging on him. <laughs> which is why he strutted in there. Well, he had some supreme shower confidence. And I love, as I said, as the shower expert, I love to see shower confidence. Walk in there, put Own that soap rope around your neck and just strut in. Yeah. Like you're it. walking down the catwalk of Milan. He did own it. Until he, own he owned it. Until the taps got pulled through the wall. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. That was some good camera work. It wasn't far away from showing some uh, from Richard Hare's there. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a bit por- it was a bit Porky's angle. <laughs> it, it was a bit. <laughs> camera, camera through yeah, the wall. But, but yeah. for a kid's movie too, it's like, yeah. oh, here's a shower scene of men. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, Gal? What do you got? Look, I as I said, I had the, the kids running around the neighbourhood getting into adventures. So yep. It takes us all back to being a kid and doing that. But the other one I had, we, we talked about earlier, was Mouth's Hair. <laughs> it's just, yeah. just a cracking boof. That's a wave. It, it is, is a boof. That is a boof. It's a boof. It's blow-dried every morning. Yeah, and and he, when he's combing it and he's really proud With of it With a brush. Too, like, it's not a comb. It's a full-on brush. Yeah. That takes me back to the early 90s. Where did he keep his goddamn brush? Oh, like data kept it. Oh, I guess say Data had a back. Data had it. But that was a big brush to carry yeah, around. It's a big brush. Data had it in uh, Dora's backpack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. I've got. Uh, look, I, I'm, I love the Misfits banding together. I love that story. Like, and I love the BMX. But I really love Astoria. I love the location. What a beautiful place! Like, mm. it's, it's they filmed Kindergarten Cop there, ten years later, uh, and it is such a beautiful place. And there's some. Freaking surf pumping. R- rugged coastline. Rugged coastline. And I, I, you just see the surf. It was mm. pumping. So it's in Oregon. So how yeah. far? So it would be bloody cold there then. Cold. Yeah. Yeah, it would be cold. Like, yeah. is that up yeah. top of Oregon? Or? Yeah. Look, I've been up there. When Morgan and I were travelling, we actually went to Oregon. We rode horses on the beach. Oh, hang on. But the next state up yeah. is Washington. What's about, what's uh, Washington? Yeah, or? Washington, Oregon. Okay. So yeah. Oregon's not as cold as Washington, right? Oh, probably. Well, it'll be close. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it's high north, but yeah, yeah, like we actually did go on the beach up there. It is it is like that windy and cold. Like, you know. yeah. Why just had enough? Are we finished <laughs> of the story? Okay, well, right. Yeah. Uh, I like it's it's a kids movie, but it's still pretty dark. Like dead bodies. Oh, the opening yeah. scene. Yeah. The guy hanging from yeah. the cell. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty dark. Hey, kids. Well, like, I, I put it on, and then Christy just looked at me and goes, "You're right," because the kids are watching. Yeah. It. And I was like, "Oh, yeah." I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten about yeah. that. Yeah. But yeah, it's quite funny when he opens his eyes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, 
like it's sloth, he's quite frightening. Yeah, yeah but uh, hills have eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> it looked exactly like those people. Hills have uneven eyes. Yeah, and yeah. twitchy ears. And they shoot kids. Like they're shooting at kids. Like you don't see that much anymore. <laughs> they had no problems just shooting at kids, yeah. the Fratellis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my good. Uh, what do you got for bad, Gal? Oh, look, we've hit on a few of the bad things. It's it's probably some of the continuity in the movie and, and some of the things they got out. But there was one scene there at the end when they when they, they get back to the cops and the police and they're saying, you know, what, what happened when you're out there? And one of the kids says, oh, we're fighting a giant octopus. And I was mm. like, oh, yeah, I, that's, I that didn't get the reference. I didn't understand that. No, because, because it's saying that it's cut, cut out of the movie. Right. So just things like that. It's like we said there's a few of them. But yeah. that just to me, I remember looking at going, and why are they called the Goonies? Like they never they never really went down that track. Well, you know, tell, we us, know, tell us why. Well, they... Part of the town is called the Goondocks, yeah, right. Yeah. So, and they're called the Goonies because you know when what's the kid that um, that gets hit on the toilet when he's when he's just standing Troy. by the world, Troy, and he's like, "You Goonies!" You goonies. He calls them all Goonies. And I was like, "Oh, he's saying it like a bad thing," and then I didn't know why because I thought it was their gang name, but the Goonies is just th- like, like the Westies or like the Ducky Boys in the yeah, Wanderers, something like, like an area of town, like yeah. so the Goondocks. So that's not really well explained. But anyway, that that's my bad. There's a, there's a few continuity things in that movie. Yeah. What about you, Damo? Uh, oh, sorry, yeah, go, one yeah, more, sorry. Go for it. And Chunk, Chunk whinging. We went through it before, but yeah. he's whinging, especially at the start when they, yeah. before they go into the old restaurant. Is I was just like, God, yeah, it's enough. He's a nightmare. Well, I'd, I'd say with Chunk too that he just at the end when he goes up to Sloth and goes, "Oh, you're going to go live with me now." I'm thinking, imagine bringing him home yeah. to mum and dad. Like, Mate, you might want to check. You might want to run this by your parents first before I bring this Mate, seven the foot. dental bill's going through the roof. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Chunk's going to live with him now. Great. Hey. Yeah. So I thought that's ridiculous. Um, but also, when do you remember when the brothers hugged it out on the um, on their balcony? Like, they, yeah. they oh, here's a letter for your dad and yeah. it's going to be foreclosed. And the brothers sort of hugged it out. Well, if you look in the background, all the trees are really thick and green and leafy. But there's... Leaves fallen down like it's autumn all over their um, porch. Mm. I just thought that didn't make sense. <laughs> well, well, thanks, what about, thanks what about Jamie when they, Jury. Yeah. What about when Troy grabs Brand's hand and like he's on the little kid's bike? Oh, well, first of all, kill him. Who, yeah. who steals a bike off a little kid? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah terrible. Yeah, yeah. But too, then yeah, and then he just and then he flies up the road and then just flings him nice. into the bushes. It gone. Yes. Grievous bodily that harm. Was death. Well, a, death. I don't. I don't know if that little bike gets gets going that fast. Like you would be. Isabel said to me, "Why is there smoke coming from the thing?" I go, "It's a movie, darling." <laughs> but he just hammers him, and then they yeah. just drive off. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, in funny. the bush. There he is. Just dropped off that cliff. Yeah, and she's going on a date with Brand. Andy's going on a date with Brand on the Friday. She's wearing Troy's jacket, and it's like whatever date yeah. is the Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's going on? Well, that was there so that she could stick it on and take it up. Yeah, that was the, funny. Uh, I on enjoyed the, on that. the wheel. Enjoyed up that. the wheel. Yeah. Okay. Uh, look, all this seems to be happening six metres below the surface of town. <laughs> it was because right. they could move well, the like, pipes and the bubblers had moved. But they also flicked the coin back up the wishing well. That's right, yeah. And they were looking down, they could see them. It wasn't very – in fact, no. I think six metres is a stretch. Well, well uh, you're right, but they did – once they hit the water slide bit, that's when they dropped down oh, they dropped right yeah. down. And, and they go down the one slide all together on the same thing and come <laughs> and out different holes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Mate, it was waterworks. I don't it was, know. It was mainly 1980. <laughs> it was. Yeah. So anyway, I've Grundies got, at Gold Coast. <laughs> my last one, because we've mentioned I've, I've got Josh Brolin's gear as bad. As I know bad? You, I know you. I know you. Oh, fair dinkum. Don't talk to him, Damo. Uh, that's I've just already, unbelievable. I've already mentioned him. morgues. Uh, as mouth and Troy, just what a dick, <laughs> and his name and everything. Oh, just but a, just at the end, just when his dad and his dad's a dick too. Yes, but him coming over the shoulder 
you know, ripping into them. You don't have to move out. This is my dad. I'm like, mate, can someone punch this kid? Yeah. yeah. Shithead. See, all of that wasn't explained too well either, the golf course coming in. And then yeah. why, why have they just lost their kids? And then someone goes, up, you've got to sign these papers right here. You know, we just found our kids. That apparently <laughs> that wasn't e- it really wasn't papers. explained. No. That. Not really. You no, kind of no. had to. Bits and pieces missing all over the yeah. shop. All right. We got anything for ugly? Yeah. Uh, you go, I don't have anything for ugly. We've got, I kind of covered everything in mind. Yeah, all so I was thinking the opt- octopus was sloppy leaving that yeah. in. But the main thing is, too, was the ugly was... Remember the escape route when Sloth held the rock open? Yeah. Uh, held the rock? And everyone basically got a teabagging in the back of their head from Sloth to get no, out. But, but but Chunk was right in there. Yeah. Like, it was face just first. Teabag one. Yep, you, you, it's time for yeah. you, time for you. It's like, seriously, how come the escape route is through yeah. his nutsack? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. It was just, everyone got a tea bag to the back of the head. Well, it reminded, yeah, little <laughs> it reminded me of the booby there. traps when the big rock bags fell down. It was like they had to, it was like they had to go into one more bag. Yeah, right? <laughs> those rocks. I don't know what they were doing. They were falling so far away from yeah. them. What about the bats? The bats were made for paper mache. Well, where, Black where paper did they mache, come from? And they flew them. They flung them out of an oh air gun God. thing. Just so funny. Well, it did. It reminded me of it, the the old choose your own adventure books. You'd, you'd yep. read one page. This happened. Then you go, oh, okay, go into this cave oh, or set, go yes, into the boat. Piece. And you go, piece. oh, this page. Yeah. Oh, this happened. 100%. And it was like, yeah, it was just exactly like every turn there was just something that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a choose your own adventure book made into a movie. Yeah. All right, my ugly sloth. You can't get away with that today. Would not happen with oh with, that character with that character chaining him just, up. Just wouldn't any anything to do with sloth wouldn't happen nowadays. Really. Also, I don't, I've got a couple of things. Sloth again and Chunk kissing on the lips at the end. That, that, I yeah. love you, Chunk. I love you, Sloth, or whatever. That, there was that, a kiss, I was a yeah. bit like, okay, that's a bit much for me. And the Fratellis. They are so caricature bad. Everything they do is the ultimate slapstick. It's the ultimate. Yeah, it's, it's it's the Three Stooges. Yeah. These two guys that can get themselves out of a jail. Out of jail. Cell, oh, and and then they can't catch a couple of kids running through the rocks. Like th- they were, they were really clever in bits, and then they were just these bumbling idiots yeah. that just yeah. And so after after Data sprayed the shit on the on the slippery the, oh, the, the yeah, slippery the, sneakers the stuff, water. and then. It was like they were climbing Mount Everest after that, trying to get the hill. It took yeah. them 15 <laughs> minutes to get up. Yeah. It's like, they're coming, they're, they're coming. coming. The kids are at the top yeah. and they're like, they're like what is they're, going they're, on they're here? They're literally two metres away yeah. from me. Mate, they were on a 20 metre set. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it was like, yeah, I know. All right, I think that's enough. So, Morgs isn't here, but we're still going to do Morgs's quick fire. <laughs> and he would go, a pew pew, a pew pew. But we've got a sound effect now, so... I'm sure that's been edited in by the amazing production team. Okay, number one, that's not a knife. The scene or scenes that has passed over into pop culture. You got anything? I think, not that I know, but I, I, I know a lot of kids used to do the truffle shuffle. Yep. Get the guts out and do that little dance. Yep. Anything, gal? Not really. The Goonies themselves are sort of in, you know, in popular yep. folklore, I what guess. About, what as, about? As a general, but... What about? Yeah. Hey, you guys! That I, I I actually used that. Did you? Yeah, I used that at home. Did you? Yeah. yeah. What? When? This morning. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what you were saying us on the way in? Yeah. Um, yeah. I no, I look. Uh, yeah. Next question. Okay. Hey, Derek Spreckensy Dick for the biggest dick character. We talked about him yeah, already. It has we? to be Troy. Troy. Troy and his yeah, dad. Troy. Troy and his dad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee in Backdraft. The the actor that's in a different movie. I I don't think that Martha Plimpton 
really needed to be there. The, the blonde. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't the, disagree that, at that all. Yeah, I think she is. She's just a random. There. She's just. She's she's the manager. She's <laughs> she Andy's manager. manager. Yeah, she, and she is. was a bit whiny yeah. too. Yeah, a bit yeah. whiny. Yeah. yeah, she's Andy's manager. She offered nothing. No, but but the only thing she offered was a kind of a little thing between her and mouth. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah which was, was odd because yeah. she's like four years eight old years older yeah, than him yeah. or whatever she is supposed to be. But then a best friend pashed him, so you know. No, that passed the brother, not Mouth. Oh, it wasn't Mouth, was it? Yeah, it was Mikey. It was Mikey, it was Mikey. Yeah, that's it was right. Mikey. But even I, 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 Samwise Gamgee, or yep. Yep. Um, what's his name? Sean, <laughs> Sean Aston. Aston. Yeah, he, uh, he's developed brilliantly as an actor, but I, I just thought he was a bit how you going in this. I mean, I know he's a little kid and everything, but... One of his first movies. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Got to, I think we need to also remember that these are legitimate kids. They are, yeah. Right? They're legitimate kids. He was supposed to be playing that wistful sort of you know, character that believed in all the magic. And Gave the inspiration. Yeah, he, was Sam, the he was Sam again, he, though, he giving the inspirational speeches yeah, yeah. to encourage people to keep moving on. It was yeah. like, this is, yeah, he does the same sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. It'd be at school, but it'd be someone else's school. <laughs> yeah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. Yes. Ripley running for bad athletic prowess. Anything? Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go with Brand. He was terrible. I mean, his clothes were great, but he was terrible on the weights. And I mean, if you get tied up by your brother to your yeah. to your slinky, yeah, you know, chest, yeah. That's, that's, that's not good. Yeah. Oh, and uh, and Chunk getting over the fence clearly not can't great. get over the fence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not great, Chunk. Yeah. Damo, anything? No, I I can't really think of. It. I think maybe some of them walked the plank were a bit, um, you know, jumping in were a bit sort of. Um, I can't remember who, but they just didn't look like they were very relaxed or. Yeah. Poor old what Data. Poor old Data had to in. jump it twice. Yeah, because he got thrown in once. Then well, the next scene, well, they, they show but, them all jumping in. But the, but the walk the plank thing anyway was kind of shit. Well, gonna, you're going to walk the plank. Oh no 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 no! But that ended up being the escape route. Everyone jumped, jumped off, off the plank, the plank anyway. anyway yeah. They jump five minutes into the water and then they can swim <laughs> off. It was yeah. not really. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay. All right. I've got the Fratellis on the log. Yeah, yeah, the slippery yeah. log. So uh, okay, robot sentries. The the scene that we would like to see in the movie. Well, there was a cut scene that I did actually watch. Is that the octopus one? Not that scene. It was a scene in a cafe or a milk bar. So when they when they first leave to ride their bikes, when they when they go, let's go on the adventure, they stop at a cafe or a, a milk bar, and Chunk's there eating the ice cream. But Troy's in there, and Troy grabs their map and starts to burn it. And this is why the top of the map gets a bit burnt. And he's picking on Mikey and he's picking on Mouth. Brand ends up riding in at that same time, just after, and then pushes him away and threatens to beat the crap out of him. And and also, but when they're there, Mikey actually looked at the map and compared it with a modern map, and he traced along the actual outline of the coast, and actually gave context to his map to the real coast, and it actually gave a reason for okay, that's why they got to go that's to that space. It also gave a reason for why Troy was such a dick and tried to then kill him on the car mm. because he threatened to beat him up in this thing, and it was a scene that I it's like a deleted scene. There was the, there was the octopus one as well, but that didn't matter. Yeah. And there was stuff about the monkeys as well, the gorillas. But that scene would have been bloody good to have in there because it really did. Well, it's a bit of exposition that we... There's there's so little exposition in this movie. Yeah, it explained why the top of the map was burnt when they were trying to play the piano thing as well. But it explained why they were in that area and the Troy bit. I, yeah. I don't think the editor got any awards for this, did he? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> no. he was really up there. No, I think they just went, let's just put that... He might have been razzing. He's scene. like, yeah, that, that one's good. How long do you want it to be? Yeah, all right, take that out. That's fine. Yeah. And it, because it didn't matter because it was just one page out of the Choose Your Own Adventure book yep. that was yeah. missing. And it was it's just not going to matter. It was just yeah. set pieces. Uh, okay. Last one. 
if I can find it. Oh, it's the uh, special relations. It's Brad Pitt, the person you'd like to have special lie-downs with. Uh, Gal, anyone? No, not in this movie. Yeah. They're all wow. kids. No, yeah, well, Mikey's mum was pretty well, good Mary Ellen Trainer. Yeah, Mary, Mary Ellen Trainer. Why does she have a yeah. arm in a sling? Don't know. It was totally irrelevant. Yeah. yeah. Like if I put myself in the kid's shoes, Andy's is a good sort. Yeah. But, you know, she's a kid. And she legitimately is a kid. She might have been, hang on, she was born in, I looked it up, maybe about 67. Okay. So, so if that was 85. She's 18. Yeah. Yeah. No. So well, no maybe, one. Yeah, somewhere around there, maybe Rosalita. I reckon Rosa, <laughs> Rosalita might have been a bit dirty. Mary Ellen Trainer is only 15 years older than Josh Brolin in this movie playing his mum. Oh, right. And was only, what, 18 years older than than. Jeez, uh, he's got Mikey, some stats, isn't Oster. he? He's bringing the heat, just knows he's good. dates, everything. He's good, he's good. yeah. David Middleton. He's worth the paycheck. He middowed the shit out of it. Okay. <laughs> well done, gents. Listen <laughs> to this. What have we got, Gow? But listen to this. I just gave you a cracker. What? I know. Um, all right. Don't have to. There's a scene in there when um, when Sean Aston says, Holy Mackenzie in the movie. That's actually his brother's name. Mackenzie? Yeah. Mackenzie Aston. So that's what he's like. Holy Mackenzie, that's actually his brother's name. Um, the other one with that is he was allowed to keep the treasure map out of the film. Did yeah. you have that? Oh, yeah. But uh, his mum threw it out. Yeah. Literally threw it out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, not nice. Mums. Bad mums um, in this movie all around. But yeah, in that with that map too, like the the production designer didn't think it was it looked old enough. So he, you know, he put some coffee and stuff on it. And when he couldn't find any paint, he used his own blood to try and Jeez. Try and make it a bit more ripped up and old. Like, I mean, it's supposed to be how old? Like a few hundred years old. Yeah, like yeah. He needed more sepia. Yeah. He needed... Which was your word from... You like that? Oh, it's amazing. I can let you use it. Let you use it. It's not my word, but... Uh, okay, I've got... Uh, this Goonies was mostly shot in sequence. Production took five months or three weeks and 119 <laughs> days. In the Bourne Watch scale, yeah. 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 Okay. So nice all work. the so all the all the main characters are only referred to as nicknames, which is mm-hmm. the part that I love about the movie. Because yeah. we all lived with nicknames, right? And no more when we're at footy. Like it's, yes. Yeah. Life was nicknames, but their real names. Mikey's Michael Walsh. Mouth is Clark Devereaux. Data is Richard Wang. <laughs> they really went out on a limb with that one. Yeah. Dick Wang. Dick Wang. Dick Wang. <laughs> Dick Wang. Like, hang on. There you go. Oh, there with one eyed Willie. Wang. Yeah. There with one eyed Willie. Yeah. Brand. Someone is having a joke here. Who was he? Huge ass. Brand is Brandon Walsh. Oh, nine two and oh. Chunk is Lawrence Cohen. Andy is Andrea Teresa Carmichael, and Steph is Stephanie Steinbrenner, and Sloth is Lotney Fratelli. Lotney. Lotney. Lotney Fratelli. <laughs> oh, that was the old Ferdy Dominelli. <laughs> Ferdy Dominelli. Oh the Ferdy bird. The Ferdy bird. I remember that, yeah. I, and, uh, Tony Packard from Tony Packard Holden. Oh, yeah, Up Tony the Windsor Road. Uh, Windsor Road from Borkham Hills. Oh, my God. Okay, Ferdy so Dominelli. these... Um, All right, I've got the Goonies Oath for you. Do you go want to do the, yeah, go do do the Goonies Oath? Please do. This was the oath that was cut out of the movie, which they probably could have done having in there. I will never betray my goondock friends. We will stick together until the whole world ends. Through heaven and hell and nuclear war, good pals like us will stick like tar. In the city or the country... <laughs> stick like tar? Is it tall? 
Is it supposed to be stick like tall? No, tar sticky. Yeah, I know that, but it's, it's more. Through heaven and hell and nu- like one, nuclear war, <laughs> good pals like us will stick like tar. Sounds, sounds like one like, of our songs. I was going to say, it sounds like a kick-ass credit <laughs> song. In the city or the country or the forest or the boonies, I'm proudly declared a fellow goonie. That's got a bit of Peter Russell Clark in it. In the city or the country <laughs> or the forest or the boonies. Peter G'day. We're, Russell G'day. We're, we're Astoria's favourite goonies. <laughs> Well, that's a shit oath. Treasure hunters, treasure hunters, with Mikey, Chunk, and Brand. But um, did you guys also notice there was a couple of Gremlins Easter eggs in the movie? Yeah, did. Did you have that? Yep. Very good, eh? Well, which ones? Um, there was one I noticed when they said it, um, when, when Chunk calls the police officer and he's like, you're prank calling me again. This is like the prank about the creatures that multiply when you throw water on them, isn't it? Oh, I when Chuck's like, no, 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 this is real, this is real. Right, right. Yeah. Well, the other one is, the other one is what you've got up on the screen. We've got a picture of Sloth up there with his Superman shirt on, yeah. which was the Richard Donner movie in 1978. Yeah. And they yeah. actually played the John Williams score. Score to it, yeah. When he ripped out, ripped off the shirt. So it was a little bit of a nod to yeah. um, Richard Donner um, in his, for himself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but also that guy, um, Sloth, so his name is... John Mat- Matsuzak. Yeah, someone So he was a good on player and he won a Super Bowl four years before this. Yeah. Um, and he later died. Um, died in 89. He died like four years. He was 38. Steroid sort of related oh, heart issues. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it was congestive heart failure. That's yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. So, and they said he was on a lot of roids. Um, uh, yeah. But that um, whole gorilla subplot was completely written up. So. The chains that Sloth was chained up in, they said, we've got these from the zoo. And then the, the mum said, hopefully we don't have to get back and get another set. Hopefully these work. So the story was that they took the chains from the gorillas. Right. And then the gorillas then escaped. Right. But they left all that. It just They didn't even bother with it. Conti- it just continuity. Not, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of that. Just all, yeah. So there was no, no gorillas in it. Um, but also, too, I, I, I read that... Um, there's a few different people that said so that f- the kids never got to see the pirate ship until they slid down the water slide mm. because um, Spielberg and Donna wanted to actually see their real time, real reaction. Yeah. But apparently they swore, oh my yeah. God. One of them went, holy shit, shit or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So that footage then they couldn't use. Um, so then they had to then redo it and act surprised. Well, that ship was entirely real. Like yeah. It was yeah. fully built. Yeah. And they tried to sell it or get it off and no one wanted it so they scrapped it. Oh, man. How, how can a boat that can go through eight foot breakers not get That's solved? Right. I mean, really? Yeah. It was well built. Well built. Anyone get anything else for listening to this? No. Well, there is a, yeah, one more thing. There is a band in the UK called the Fratellis, named after this. this really? Mob. Yep. Oh, there you go. Well done. All right. One degree of Kurt Russell. Does anyone have it? I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. No, I don't. Josh Brolin. Oh, well, he was in Guardians. Oh, no. Thanos, no. was he in a gut? No. no. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking... What's, he, what's his name? Fratelli. Richard Rob Davy. Da- Davy. Or, Rob, or, or Davy. 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 Oh, I, can't, I can't get it, though. I've I can't it. get it. I've All right, what it. is it? What is it? Okay, I've got a long bow, and it's Josh Brolin. He's in Planet Terror. Oh, jeez. Which was part of the Grindhouse movies with Quentin Tarantino. Kurt Russell stars in the Quentin Tarantino movie, Death Proof. He's in, Josh Brolin stars in the Planet Terror movie where he plays the Doctor, but they were shown together the as the Grindhouse. Right. right. That's the longbow. It is long. The one that, that's degree. That's sort of more of a two. It's one and a half, isn't it? The that? one yeah, degree one yeah. is Mary Ellen Trainer. 
She's in executive decision. Oh. She's one of the hosties. She, she gets killed. Oh. She's pals with Halle Berry. Yep. She gets shot. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Nice. Yep, yep. Well yes. done. That's a good one. That is a good one. Really good I guess. I was pretty pumped to get that one. <laughs> okay, so we got quotables now. And I think, look, there's not a heap. No. Uh, I've got, I've got, hey, you guys, with Sloth. The thing that I laughed at out loud is when the... <laughs> The statue gets tipped over at the start and the, the penis statue of gets David, broken. Yep. And get, Mikey sees and goes, oh, my God, that's my mum's favourite piece. <laughs> and then my and Mouse like, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even pick that up. And I lost it. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Well, there's the other Mikey goes, oh, you idiot, you glued it on upside yeah, down. He goes, you dork, down. if God made it like that, we'd all be pissing in our faces. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that, that whole bit was quite funny, the whole yes, bit with the, uh, yes, with the broken doodle. Yes, yes. Um, Mama Fratelli, kids suck. Yes, I yeah, got that. Kids that suck. was actually yeah. one of the bits I laughed yeah. at too. Yeah. I, 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 I think that often. Suck. I think that often. Yeah. Uh, and also the uh, the other bit, um, Chunk looks at the map. And he's like, 1632. What is that? A year? And Mouth goes, no, it's your top score on pole position. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a couple of things. Yeah. But look, I, you got anything, Damo? Oh, I, 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 when Chunk, I, I smell ice cream. Yeah. You know, like, and then he went to the fridge and the... Um, Above the dead body. Yeah. The mum at the end when Brand was kissing his girl. Yeah. And she, the mum and the dad are going, oh, crap, look at this. And she just went, oh, let her mum worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that's right. very yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Go, mum. Yeah. The, the only one I had was um, when, when Mouth was doing his translation. He does the, the marijuana oh, goes in the top drawer. Oh, the cocaine and speed go in the second drawer. Shitted me too. It's yeah. like you can't do this, you little turd. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. But does it, doesn't doesn't she just doesn't doesn't like uh, whatever her name is Rosa Rosalita just go shut up kid? Oh, exactly. Said slap him. Shut up yeah. kid. It's in the eighties. He said slap. But because she in the end she could have ran off with that bag of marbles of For bloody sure. diamonds. She just and went and gave mm. it to them. Absolutely. All right, we get anything else? No, no. Okay, Morgs isn't here, but we are going to still move into film school for F-Wits. And today, I'll take the reins. We're going to do five movies where the kids save the day. Now, I've got five of ones that I've chosen. And the number one, which I think is pretty easy, is E.T. Yes. All right, so we all know, released in 82, directed by Spielberg, about Elliot who finds the, the, the creature in his backyard yep. and Top they film. become best friends yep. and they develop this lasting relationship and he's got to find a way to get him home. Like one of the greatest Top movies. family movies yeah. ever made. I don't think Absolutely. you need to explain more about that no. movie. Yeah. And, I, and I didn't see it because it, it uh, surpassed Star Wars I saw Wars it as the, movies, the, as the yeah. greatest. Well, Ooh. you were 22 when it came out. <laughs> um, okay, so number two. I wasn't. Never Ending Story. Oh, yeah. Okay, so about Bastian, who's reading the book up and the thing, gets transported into a f- into this this land and has to help them into Fantasia, it's called, and he has to help save the day. And one of the most brutal and sort of upsetting scenes in all of cinema with the with the horse stuck in the bog and the kid trying to pull the horse out of the bog. Really, really sad. What was that big bloody dog thing they were flying on? I just remember... Oh, like- yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> what was its name? Have you seen the Family yeah. Guy thing about that where yes, Peter's riding yeah. it? No, oh my that would be God. funny though. Oh my but all, God. when you say um, Falcor, Falcor, right. it's called. Yep. But when you it's say a, never ending story, all I can think of really is Lamal. Oh yeah, the, and the, the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack. One of the great soundtracks yeah. from Kajagoogoo. Oh mate, but there, there's a very funny. Um, 
this very funny thing where uh, Peter Griffin is riding Falcor <laughs> and he's like, Wee! Wee! And he goes, Peter, you're too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> and he crashes into the ground. They dig this massive ditch, and then like it's this crater. big hole, big crater. And then you just hear Peter in the ground go, "Wee, <laughs> <laughs> Peter, you're too heavy." Right, so funny. Gold. So number three, Stand by Me. Yeah. Okay. One of the great coming of age movies. You seen it, Dono? No. Nah. <laughs> River Phoenix. You've not seen oh, no, Stand I know, by I know Me. The movie. Yeah. So based on the novella by Stephen King, The Body. Set in 1959, young boys go to find a dead body on the train tracks. Yep. And they run into all sorts of mischief along the way and and find themselves by trying to find this dead body. It's really, really good. Uh, stars some stars of the future. F- River Phoenix, who burnt so bright and didn't and burned out. Um, Corey Feldman again. And Jerry O'Connell, who essentially plays the chunk of that group yep. who goes on Kush. to become the Kushlash. Kush. Okay, number four. The Witches, 1990s The Witches, adapted by from Roald Dahl's book of the same name. The first book I ever read, first proper book I ever read. And it's made in 1990. Is this the uh, Angelica Houston yeah, one? Yeah, Angelica Houston. Yeah. So about the boy Luke who, who stumbles across a convention of witches and then gets turned into a mouse and with his grandmother has to save the day with the without uh, the, the witches turning all the kids in the UK into um, into mice. So my last one, the fifth movie where the kids save the day, is the 2011 movie Super 8. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this is a great movie. J.J. Abrams, directed, released in 2011, follows a group of friends who witness a train crash while making a movie with a Super 8 camera. They investigate, found out that it's an alien that has caused this crash. Uh, You know, action and horror ensues, and the kids essentially have to save the day. Now... Um, Elle Fanning is in that movie and she, while they're filming this scene, while the train is about to crash, it is one of the greatest pieces of acting from a child actor in this B-grade or Z-grade movie that they're filming that I've ever seen. It's brilliant. Right. Yeah. So that's it. Super 8. It's well worth a watch. If you've not seen, I'm sure you've seen uh, some of those. I know Damo's probably seen one of them. Uh, Get into it. I'm I'm at a tier list. Home Alone. Yeah, well, I, I, was, I could have oh, done yeah, Home Alone. Yeah, there's heaps of them. There's heaps of them when you look well, at it. Well, there's another one. Yeah, have you going. ever heard of Ralph Macchio? <laughs> well, we took, well, he, he was karate 50. Kid, when, karate kid. He was 50. Well, when, he was 50 when he was playing a 13-year-old yeah, 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 or yeah. a 15-year-old or whatever he was. Yeah. But he he saves the day. He does save the day. Along with Noriyuki. But some would say that he also caused all the drama. Well, we can go down that there train when we do that movie. There is a line of thought. Okay, so that's it. Uh uh, props to you, Morgs. Well done. Uh, probably the best film school for F which we've ever had. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, okay, now we move into our favourite segment of the show. And we've had, look, there's a bit of confusion here on the podcast, which doesn't happen very often because our production team is usually all over it. It's actually Gao's song tonight, but I thought it was my song. So we've both got a song. Now, depending on how good Gao's song is, maybe I'll do my song after. Oh, so you're throwing me off first. Oh, you can, oh, I can go first if you want. No. I think we just need to hear both anyway. Okay. Sounds good. So, Gow, right. what's your song called? It's called What About Chunk? <laughs> and I already know oh my what God. you're going to say. What oh about Chunk? <laughs> I, I didn't do it in that. It I should have. Oh this, this song is in a different... It, it's, it's, not, it's not You Got a Mullet. 
But oh, there's, I'm a, there's a massive chance that it's going to flow into it's the, the tune's going to change halfway through. Right, because I riffed this one out. All right, and I stuck to Morgs's. I stuck as close as I could to Morgs's two minutes, two verses and a chorus. Right. Okay. Right, well here done. Here we go. Here we go. What about Chunk? Here come our heroes. They're called the Goonies from a small town out in the boonies. They run the trail of a pile of riches. Fratelli boys are chasing them. What a couple dumb bitches. Brent Pump and Waits feeling quite randy. Wears shorts over trackies. He'll never get Andy. The others in the gang are all pretty game. Except for Chunk, whose whinging is pretty lame. What's up with Chunk? He just balls. The cops don't believe his tales when he calls. The Fratellis pulled him up in their Range Rover like Hudson in Aliens. He's game over, man. Game over. <laughs> What's up with Chunk? These days he's a lawyer. Probably a better way of making a dollar. What's up with Chunk? So can we all agree? Until he met Sloth, he was pretty S-H-I-T. Yeah. Oh, That's really fucking good. <laughs> that could be your masterpiece. My song doesn't... I don't think my song... Uh, Goonies, the we'll Boonies, yeah, Goonies, you know, David Boone, and you know what? I didn't. David Boone should have come in there somewhere. Could have. Well, I didn't realize the Boonies was in their in their oath either when I wrote because I was like, what oh. rhymes with Goonies? Boonies, Boonies, and I didn't. Th- and then it was in the Boonies. quotes. I was like, what rhymes with war? Tar. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's actually pronounced war. <laughs> okay, so uh, as Gal, uh, you missed it. We may leave it in, but you missed it that he did have a false start because he had the. The, the tune of uh, you got a mull in his head. I Here come our heroes. <laughs> They're called the Goonies. <laughs> now, I, I actually cannot remember how my tune goes, but uh, my song's called Hey You Guys. Huh. Okay. And uh, y- you'll get an idea about who's singing this song. He's, he's, a, lot, he's a lot more uh, descriptive than what he is in the movie in this song. Okay. I can still remember when I was dropped. It was when my brain function sort of stopped. My mum was not a good one. My brother's a shit. Four walls and chains became my bit. Hey, you guys, I want some baby Ruth. Hey, you guys, I want to tell you the truth. Been locked up in a cellar for far too long. When I see my mum and brothers, they better run. I'm going to rescue Chunk and the dorky inventor. I really hate my mama. wish I never met her. I'm going to go live with the Chunk. Is he my soulmate? What do you thunk? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a kind of surprise. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. Good work. <laughs> oh, I thunk that was amazing. Uh, how good is it? Yeah. It was good. Love it was how you good. got thunk in there. Yeah. Well, well, you know. yeah. well, it's not often that we do too. Kick-ass credit songs, and tonight you guys have been, uh, I guess, bestowed what a treat. such an honour. What, what a treat. And yeah, Damo. You know, to be Damo's here, here, like, it's going to be, where where were you? One of those moments, you know? Definitely. When Princess Di died or whatever. Absolutely. And where were you when Born yeah, to Watch they, did, did a double, double header? Yeah. Yeah. Where were I mean, you when Harry well, was, was kicked he, out of the royal family? Can you believe, yeah. can you believe <laughs> that the punters get this for free? Unbelievable. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Well, we need to talk about well, that Isn't this pay-per-view? What a service. Okay, star of the show. Uh... Damo, we're going to start with you, our special guest, uh, star of the show. Yeah, I, I actually really found this hard to find someone. I think probably just the four mates, the Goonies themselves, they all sort of contributed, sort of had equal sort of time. So, I, you know, I think Mikey obviously is the main one, but I still didn't think he deserved to be the star of the show. So I think just the Goonies as, as a collective, the kids. Yep. Cool. Damo, uh, Gail? Brands, brands workout gear. 
Star oh, of the well, show. You know what? Star of the show. That's yeah. I'm changing mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he just he just rocks it from start to finish. Love it. Yeah. No, he does. Not, he, not much more to be said. He's very comfortable with it, isn't he? Uh, look, I'm with you, Damon. I'm, I'm going the collective. I'm going the Goonies. I think that there's not an out and out star in this show at all. It's 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 a collective. So I'm going to go with with the Goonies themselves. Yep. All right, interesting movie, The Goonies, and an interesting rewatch, and it definitely. I saw different things this time. I had different feelings about it this time. And that's going to lead us right into the rank bank. So here we go. I've got four things. <laughs> I get the, I, I think it picked itself again. So we're going to have uh, dodgy inventions, preppy assholes, truffle shuffles, mm. or one-eyed willies. <laughs> <laughs> What about Richard Wangs? <laughs> one-eyed Willies and Richard Wangs. No, yeah. Well, we yeah. know it's one-eyed Willies. <laughs> yeah. One-eyed Willies, of okay, course. Okay, so, Gal, uh, actually, we'll start with our guest. Damo, how many one-eyed Willies are you going to give the Goonies? Well, I'll guarantee you, if I watched this in 1985 or if I was younger, I would have probably given it, I don't know, maybe a... Really high, almost a five. I would, yep. I know, I would have loved would've this loved as a kid. But yep. watching it now, there was no nostalgia for me. I, I didn't look at it. Oh, that was great! Like if I watch ET now, there's nostalgia. Everything I watch Gremlins, there's nostalgia. Yeah, for sure, I have none because I watched this for the first time. I had nostalgia when I watched the um, Cindy Lauper film clip again. It was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. But I had zero of that for me. The show is. It, it is a great adventure for kids. I think they. I still think kids nowadays would love it. But for me, I found it. Ho hum! I, I gave it a two and a half. Two point five. Okay. What about you, Gene? One-eyed willies. Well, two point five one-eyed willies for Damo. What about you, G? Yeah, look, I'm very close with Damo on his synopsis. There, it's on the rewatch. You know, not much to hold me into it. I, I thought there's some funny parts. There's a lot of continuity that we went through. Uh, I could see how. You know, it, it was so big as a kid, and especially if you're around that age or younger when you watched it. You know, it, it could have been quite a good movie, but but these days I, d I don't think it passed the test. I'm I'm a two point five as well. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I've had a longer relationship with the Goonies than you guys, and I've seen a lot more times. Now that could have worked in its favour, or it could have gone against it. I reckon that I would have rated this movie a four out of five if I had rated this a couple of years ago, maybe five years ago. I still really enjoyed it. Like, I, I did enjoy watching it. Didn't feel like it dragged for me, but it it sort of does. I'm, I'm giving it 3.5, and that's purely nostalgia-based. Yeah, you, you've got it. I've got the yeah. nostalgia there. I've got a full point for so nostalgia there. It does. I, I think it probably gets a point for nostalgia, and I, I, do, I don't know how often... I'll watch this movie again. This might be, this could be going on the shelf and not finding its way out. So, Gal, it's it's seen it's it's seen its day for me. That won't be watched again. Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting though. So, have a look, Gal, and just tell us where does Goonies stay in the pantheon of Born to Watch movies? Okay, now the Goonies here has come into. 30th spot out of 33. So it is right below the Lost Boys. Yep. Oh, sorry, at 3.3.00. Oh, right on the dot. Maggot fried rice. Uh, and above Bloodsport at 2.5 Kumites. 
So it's it's down the bottom. I think that's what should be. I'm quite surprised that the Lost Boys is down that low. Yeah, we uh, said that the um, other week. We yeah, said that the other week about the Lost Boys. I actually watched some of that the other day again. It was on, and I, ca- I caught some of it. What do you I think, mean, uh, Damo, about where it sits? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yep. Definitely d- uh, down down the bottom um, is where I would put it. And I would say Roadhouse, Bloodsport, Golden Child, Goonies, yep. I, I'm I'm telling you that if, if someone said watch one of those movies, it'd be one of those other three that I watched for the Goonies again, I'd say. I mean, I'd watch, yes, I'd watch right. Roadhouse again. Yeah, you're right. I'd watch Bloodsport. I, I wouldn't watch Golden Child ever again, that's I don't think, for sure. I'm not sure if I watch Bloodsport, uh, yeah, but I'd definitely watch oh, Bloodsport. Oh, mate, yeah. I'm all over Bloodsport. always get a run. I'm all over Bloodsport. Okay, what are we watching? Gal? Oh, I've been um, welcome to Wrexham. Yeah, just what are you finished the first series. Yeah, it's a cracker it's of a show. We, uh, you know, talk about binge. Chrissy and I really binged through that one. Um, it's been great. I finished, also finished off over the holidays, Mystery Road season two. Um, without going too much into that, nowhere near as good as season one in the end. It picked up in the middle, but uh, jumped the shark a little bit at the end. Don't know if you guys have seen that, but no, no need to no. go into into the reasons for that. Um, but yeah, that's been me. Excellent, Damo. I watched the Goonies. Some, yeah, I watched the Goonies, but before I went away, I watched half of it and I watched the second half when I got back, and I, that was um, Jerry Maguire. Yep, I had to see Rod Tidwell. Oh, great movie. Air Dry. Um, Got to get the bonus. Yeah, I, I really like that movie. It's, it's a great it's, movie. It's, it's a good movie. It's a cracker of a movie. Yeah, Kelly Preston at her best. Yeah, she's looking great. In that yeah, movie. she is good in that. But nah, it's a it's a it's a top show. Yeah, no, it's a great movie. Okay, so I am late to the game here. I started Yellowstone. And, oh, nice. And have binged season one in about five days. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I've got to say, I ain't moving to Montana. That place is death <laughs> every day. There's like 50 people have died in season one. Yeah. Uh, and But I'm enjoying it. Yeah. But I'm like, surely it can't be like this. Oh, it... it Going to it, it changes throughout the series, but yeah, yeah. You, but you get into the characters now too. You start oh no, I'm, enjo- are, I'm so. enjoying it. I, I can understand the the love affair with Rip. Mate, that, uh, that, Beth's um, a dickhead. Uh, that ranch is unbelievable. Unbelievable ranch. It is one of the best looking spots. Unbelievable ranch. Uh, that's what I call the land, not some four acre plot in semi suburbia. But anyway, that's it from us. <laughs> uh, look, another good episode. Really enjoyed chatting about the Goonies. Thank you, Damo, for. Coming on and being a guest at Thanks, very Damo. short notice. No props. Our love goes out to Dan up there on the land with the with the family. And get our good anything else you want to add? No, that's it for me. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. We haven't we've got to go through our next movie. We do. I think if you're gonna do another girl movie too, you I think I was looking at like Pretty Woman or Ghost would be a good yeah, Pretty female. Woman's Pretty Woman's probably the one. Yeah. Uh, it would pretty be, Woman's good movie. Yeah, it Pretty would, Woman. Yeah. I think Pretty Woman would be really yeah, good. Yeah. So I think that we'll be doing we're gonna be doing one of them probably in the next few weeks. Yeah. We'll do a girly one. I think Morgs will fucking hate it. Yeah, be, but I think be it'd awesome. be yeah. I think yeah. Pretty Woman would be yeah. the best one. Yeah. Okay, so mm. next next week, finally Gow gets his way. And we're going to the Bushwood Country Club. <laughs> Caddyshack. Can't uh, wait Bushwood. to do Caddyshack. Yeah. Oh, Bushwood. <laughs> oh, Billy. You're going to play golf and you're going to like it. We're going to get stuck on a lot of quotes. There's a thousand it's quotes. Yeah, notable quotables. It's going to take a long time next Don't week. sell yourself short, Judge. You're a <laughs> tremendous <laughs> slouch. Yeah. And on that note, that is it from us. So until next week, when we see you on the fairways, it's bye for now. See you, watchers. See you in the uh, showers with your soap and a rope. Can't wait. Own it. I want to see the confidence. I want to see some shower confidence. I don't have any.
Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.